Hello and welcome. Jamie Tatino here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the next episode of Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, this episode is going to be just as incredible as every other past episode we've done. Uh, and for me, this when I launched this podcast you know, back in, in late 2017, uh, I never envisioned it becoming the thing that it is now. And we've had some incredible guests and I've had some incredible fun with a lot of the amazing people we've had on here. And I'd actually also encourage you to do so, is to go back to my, my website and listen to the past episodes, listen to the people's stories, listen to the amazing content that we've been able to get from them because, you know, just like you, just like me, we've all got our own journey and I really look forward to, to having you around and listening to these episodes and hearing your feedback hearing your feedback. So I encourage you to go to my website, jamietatino.com. Uh, also, find me on Instagram and Facebook. But let's get this show on the road and let's get this next episode live to you right here, to the next right episode, now. Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Today, we have a very, very special guest here, uh, someone that I'm hugely grateful for making the time to, uh, to be here and make uh, this episode possible. I think we've known each other for what? Seven, eight years? Yeah, probably that. Probably yeah. something like that, uh, back from the training days. Uh, but most recently been featured on a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Sunrise, the game change, a lot of TV and some exciting things coming up as well. Uh, also in the process of releasing a book. Uh, and personally, not just saying it because you're here, but someone that I believe has done more research and training and, and an understanding of knowledge, both traditional and non-traditional methods as well, than anyone I know. I appreciate that. Uh, we have the amazing Michael Abdallah from Body by Michael. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, I appreciate your time and thank you um, for you having me on the show, mate. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to start with rapid fire <laughs> questions. Quick, quick, quick questions. Quick answers. Sure. Favorite song right now? Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, oh, it, I, it's this Ed Sheeran song with Chance the Rapper. I don't even know, but I don't know what it's is called. Is it new? No, I don't think it is. Actually, you know what? We're doing a quick search, guys. We're doing a quick search. search. <laughs> I know the song, but it's on my playlist. I think it just, the beat, the whole thing, it just, it's called Cross Me. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Cross me. Okay, I got it. At the I moment. Got it. At the moment, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite song to get pumped up to? Uh, I actually don't have song to get pumped up to. If you're going to, walking into the gym, about to do a PB or something, then what would it be? Listen to one last song. Let's say either Tiger. Let's be cool. Yeah, good, go either good. Tiger. <laughs> I actually just added that to my uh, running playlist. Um, favorite movie? Favorite movie, probably Scarface. Scarface. Favorite book? At the moment, uh, actually, favorite book has to be See the Soul currently. See the Soul. See the Soul. Go to meal. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> you know, I read book. Go to meal. I'm. It's going to be probably at the moment now, um, chicken. Chicken? Yeah. What sort of chicken do I like? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> honestly I don't go I like this rapid fire because it I sort of it. gets people thinking. It does, it does. Favourite TV show? Uh, I haven't watched TV for ages, Jamie. You okay, favourite TV, um, TV show? Growing up, maybe not right now, but just in general. My favourite? Probably Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. All right, yeah. good laugh. Love it. Uh, your biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? I've got two. Two. So I've got one of each. So for me, my biggest idols, and I emulate both of them, I think I'm a blend between both. Michael Jordan. Yep. Um, and Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. The Sly. Love him. Legend. What a story, though, for Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, you know, going back to movies, it's anything Sylvester Stallone, he <laughs> is my go-to. I would love fucking Rambo. Like, seriously, like, 
you know, in the first one, like, I don't think yeah. he says many words. It's not no, a lot happening. It's just in the bush somewhere. No, he <laughs> mumbles know? a lot. Totally. Yeah, I love it. Still does. Good yeah. on him. Um, one thing you hate or dislike, can't say coriander. Uh, self-doubt. I, I, I absolutely see that in anyone. It just makes it's me frustrating. turn. frustrating. Mm. Well, it's not so much frustrating. It just makes me stop, pause, and see if I can sort of change your perception. Play your part. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Self-care. Funniest or craziest thing you have done? <sighs> the funniest thing. Um, oh, wow. I'm gonna, you know what? You just put me on the spot. Go for it. Um, well, the craziest thing is um, filming. Okay, the craziest thing was uh, we had a TV show. We didn't have any budget, like absolutely no budget. Uh, also, no funds, and um, we, myself, and a videographer, we became the complete cast and crew <laughs> with no money. Filmed it in thirteen weeks. Uh, sorry, in sorry, thirteen episode in about four weeks, back to back to back to back. Like, and wrote, wrote the scripts, everything else, and all the adversities to get that there. So it was it was the craziest experience. Wow. Make, you can make shit happen. It does. I love it. I love it. Book or audio book? Book. Book. Summer or winter? Summer. Sum up your mindset in one word. Balanced. Balanced. Proudest moment, personally, uh, and then in business? Uh, the proudest moment that I have is accomplishing any task that I set myself. They're always my proudest moments. I know it sounds a bit corny, no, stuff, no, no, no. but I'm very different. Mm, mm, so mm. I, I've taken out the element of having a singular of anything. And what I do is I have, um, you know, I'm obsessive of everything that I preach, everything that I talk about, um, I live to attend. And I have a totally different outlook. Love it, yeah. love it, love it. Tell us something that no one knows about you. Uh, I cry at Lion King. Lion King? Yeah, yeah, the cartoon. Which part? The part where um, someone dies, or anything, anything, look, anything got to do with a father or a parent and mm, a child. I'm mm. so emotional. I'm like the biggest sook. Hey, nothing there. Yeah, I look. Nothing wrong with that. I look a bit scary. But I'm <laughs> That's me. I'm a sook. Your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson you had. It's a transition. My greatest failure was the release of the first. There's so much that we learned from that. Best lessons in there. The best lesson mm. is everything starts from the smallest beginning. I like it. I yeah. like it. Everything, it. all the biggest things that you aspire to achieve, start with those failures. Mm. Mm. Those small little yeah, hundred percent. Those, micro, those little... Well, I call them. Uh, see, for me, my biggest lesson is the fact that I don't focus on macros. I focus mm. on micros. Yeah, yeah. All the little small things. Yeah. If you could choose one person in the world to have lunch with. Two hour time limit, past Michael or present. Jordan. Michael Jordan. Oh, that was easy. I didn't get to finish yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, bro. Let no, me finish Michael the question. <laughs> he, okay, I don't know if you've watched his last Netflix yeah, show. Yeah, the last dance. Yeah. He doesn't he, lose. No. You, you have, no. He has this killer instinct, this ability. And it's not even about the fact that he won. He was able to manifest exactly what he desired. Mm, and what mm. all the greats do. I mean, you look at Conor McGregor, totally. Ronda Rouse. They mm. say what they're going to do in a day. Yeah, yeah. All of them do, right? But they back it up because of hard work mm, and mm, mm. like the debilitating uh, ability to 
to dig deep when you've got mm. nothing left to give. Imagine having to go 82 games on a normal season and look for, in, in, look for some sort of inf- inspiration. This mindset that he developed over years of conquering the game. And, and I'm telling you, he oh, made everyone... Conquering is money. an understatement probably. But if you look at his mindset, you know, what was it? He was ahead of the game. Oh, we talk about all this stuff now, but he was able to do it intuitively. Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, but intuitively, it just mm. came naturally to mm. him. He would mm. look mm. for motivation. So he would even create it. I don't know. I'm going to probably round time now. But yeah, there was a time it. where they played against, I think it was called Washington Bullets back then. And some guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he scored 37 points on Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan, at the end of the game, because they lost that game, they had to fly out to Washington to play on their home surf the following day. He said that this guy, whatever his name was, whatever the guy's name was, said, oh, yeah, is that all you got, whatever it is. So he, he created, fabricated a story to his teammates and said, I'm going to get those 37 points back in the first half. <laughs> so the following game, he just went nuts. This guy had no idea why Michael Correct. Jordan was ballistic. <laughs> he scores 36 points, first half. So he's one point shy yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And then he admits later on that he made up the whole story. So what I'm trying to say is that that mindset, I want to know that. I want to be... Where did that come from? Like, yeah, I just I just want to understand it because I'm an obsessive. Even just being in the presence of someone like that, yeah. you're, you're naturally going to take yeah. yourself to the next level. Like, yeah. There's no way you can go to lunch with Michael Jordan and not leave yeah. motivated, inspired, a better person with 100%. knowledge. Like, there's, there's zero chance of that happening. Yeah. And it's not just that. This mindset rippled through from his uh, sporting days. Mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. his, his professional career shifted from one to another. He became... He's definitely an entrepreneur. He was... 100%. He was around... I mean, look, he was an idol and everyone looked up to him, still is. Even children who have seen him play are wearing his T-shirts Totally. Now. And the shoes, What's he yeah. worth now? One point something billion dollars. He was the first athlete to be a billionaire. And being in the top 100 Forbes. Well, there you go. But now he's he owns his own brand inside Nike and he didn't bought <laughs> Nike from the start. He wanted to go to, to Adidas. I think it was Adidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good on him. But you know what? He's done that, done the work. A lot of people yeah. like him. A lot of people don't like yeah. him. And the documentary exposed a lot of it. And yeah. there's probably so much more that we'll never see or never yeah. hear about. Yeah. But you know what? He's living a. Yeah, well, one thing that, that teaches us is that you can't please everyone. Totally. And and, and here's what we totally. talk about. So here's where I'm going to go back to behavioral psychology. Right. We have this this need to be liked by people, mm. and that's the hardest or that's the biggest burden you can impose on yourself or anyone else that you love, because you then forget who you are. Right? And Michael Jordan doesn't give a fuck. True. Oh, sorry, I don't know. I don't know if I swear. Swear, swear as much as you want. <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. Go for um, it. No, this is an open, uh, open podcast. Go he's for got it. zero fucks. Yeah. Like, he does not care. Yeah. yeah. Don't like me. You don't yeah. have to like me. But this is why I'm successful. Totally. Right? So anyway. well, it's like that saying, you know, like, like, be like Mike. It's like you be like him, play like him. It doesn't mean you have to actually physically like him. 100%. Um which, you, which I love that when they I think they might have even said that or I read it in a book about him where they were saying yeah people were complaining about him and it's like we well, don't have to like him be like but everyone him. wants to be like him 100% you don't have to be his best mate but yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and, and you don't you don't become the greatest of all time or have that much of an influence I mean he uh, let me tell you how, how much of an impact he had and I'm, this is not the Michael Jordan show but if you if we want to analyse him we can dissect him we can go into every single part of it physical mm, emotional mm. his dad I mean mm, he went mm. through some turbulence as well absolutely he went through self doubt right he went through the whole um, the whole gamut right he went through the part where he no longer loved the game that he was mm, passionate about mm, and so mm. he took a step back to appreciate it again totally. who can do that most people keep going mm. until they got nothing left to give mm. and then they just become depressed totally 
right? But or they just recite to the fact that's just the way it is, and I better you know get comfortable yeah, with it and thirty years of this. Flag and, and so he went through his mm. trials and tribulations, mm. and mm. and he mm. talks about this openly, and that's why I respect him immensely. Totally, totally. No, love it. Good, awesome. good. What was ten year ten year old Michael like? Resilient. 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 What's one trait or quality? If you have to look at the closest five people to you, that's consistent across them all and something that's really important to you. Compassion. Compassion is the most probably the most important. I like it. I, like I think it. I think we've lost touch with human nature. I think we've become and I've we've become so fixated on like even we're talking about goal orientations, right? I think it's been the pros and cons to everything so I'm not against it but I'm not for it I'm pro balance if you can mm. find your inner peace mm. if you can find your harmony we spoke about this we last did. time yeah. Yeah. so forget yeah. about balance let's talk about harmony alright my harmony right and I feel like the word goals has confused a whole heap of people right and and I think before we started this podcast we talked about what I create, you know, call the unconscious bias yes. where we, yeah. we assume we know it all because we've seen it all apparently we haven't because mm. mm. if we have and we've mastered it why is our life miserable? Why are we always upset? Why have we got epidemics of obesity, yeah, diseases, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. mental illnesses like depression and anxiety and so forth? Right? And why is there a negative spin on so much? Yet we've conquered so much, right? And there's a, there's a saying that says that all it takes is one idea of how you see yourself to change yourself. And so, so if, say for example, I set myself a goal, but I failed. Because we're talking about the macros, Right? They don't realize that these failures are leading up to the success mm, of or, mm, or the mm, attainment mm, of that goal. Mm, and mm. so we fail and then we go, oh shit, okay, well, here's the difference. Right? Say, for example, we have gold medal, right? the Olympics. Everybody only remembers the gold medalist. Totally. Right? But everyone has the same goal. Everybody mm. in that playing Wants field. Wants to stand on the top step. 100%. Mm, mm, so mm. Even, even the people who were trying to get to the Olympics had the same goal from when they were a child. Correct. Right? And. The point about what I'm trying to say is that it's not the goal that makes you successful. Mm, mm. It's, ha- it's, a, it's, a, it's important to have a vision, mm. but if you're focusing on the goal, you actually never attain it. It's those micro habits that we should be focusing Correct. on. And I feel like, you know... What, what do I need to do today? Like, what, what are the five things yeah. I need to do today to make sure that in four years' time when the Olympics comes, yeah. that I'm ready to perform and set and then 100%. Uh, let, me, let me give an example of that. So let's talk about the, all right, the English, right? They've invented every sport under the sun and they suck at them all, <laughs> including cycling for a long period of time. I think it was like a hundred and something years. They, they never won a Tour de France. They, and I'm not a cyclist, but I just study a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing that you said in your intro is that I am well-researched and I'm obsessive mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. making sure that I master my craft, right? And even though I talk about balance, I talk about inner balance. But whenever I set myself a task, I won't leave until I've done it. Right? right. Otherwise, why set myself Correct. that task? Why even waste the time? Right. Of, How am I yeah. going to impact yeah. people the way yeah. I desire to, yeah. unless yeah. I can do more than others? Right. Not so that I can be better, but so that I can give back to others. Correct. Say, hey, take a look at my perception. Of totally. Things. So I've sort of sacrificed my last fifteen years and dedicated every inch of my being and my soul, and no exaggeration, Jamie, so that I can help impact others. Right, and as you know, initially people thought I was all about the weight loss guru. Mm-hmm. Man, that's not the furthest from the truth. I'm about helping people move past scars. Right, the consequence is the weight loss. Let me help you do with everything else, right? And so the idea is is that is that I've dissected much like this English team, right? 
all the microbes. And what I did was I pulled it all apart. I pulled apart this world of confusion, and I start and it was f- like fucking hard. Because, intense, yeah. yeah, because once I pulled it apart, I was exposed to so many flaws Correct. within our health and what. See, you know that mm, fitness mm, industry. Mm, I hate mm, that word. Mm, okay, so mm. my pet hate is the word fit. Okay, oh, that person's fit. No, they're not. Fitness and healthy isn't the appearance of totally. an individual. It's totally. the conditioning, <laughs> right? Yeah, true. So mm, you yeah. could look at what is fit. Yeah, absolutely right. So if your mind is doubting you, you're not fit, right? Being mm, fit, mm, right, means that you're there's mm. a there's a package that people aspire to have, right? But anyway, the point is is that the English racing team, the difference between them being complete failures to dominating the mar- to dominating the industry, and do your research on it, they were able to create a period where it was the most successful of all of the history of cycling, mm, mm, right? And do you know how they did that? They pulled it apart and they focused on the one percenters. Let's do the micros, right? And everyone wants to do this. I mean, one of the things that you probably hear is, oh, I'm counting my macros, mm, right? Mm, mm. Man, who cares about macros? The body doesn't work in protein, uh, fats, and carbohydrates. It's high level shit. No, so much this more. is how it works. So when the body eats, it doesn't go, oh my God, Jamie, you just ate 20 grams of protein. <laughs> I'm going to turn that into yeah, muscle. Yeah, yeah, thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> what it does is it says, okay, well, cool. Okay, I work in complexes, right? I work in vitamins and minerals, enzymes, Trace enzymes, fat, carbohydrates, sugars, right, and proteins. So it works know. in a complex. Yeah, yeah. And so when you're focusing on nutrients, right, your body changes. You don't need to eat as much, right? And when you become in tune with yourself, you start to listen to what your body's mm-hmm. asking you. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, once you connect with yourself, man, that's it. And once no you connect stuff. with yourself, and yeah. once you have an outlook that is about a growth mindset, mm-hmm. and, and I think we need to adopt a growth mindset, your world becomes your library. Mm, mm, All your experiences mm. become a way of learning about yourself. Absolutely. It becomes a journey. It. I love it. Mm. Right? Good point. How did you get to this stage? Like you said, last 15 years you've dedicated mm. everything. So how do I start? So Where did it all be? Like, how did fit health and well-being okay, so and this is fit? I was, cut, so I was short there. Well, even <laughs> fit. No, right? but how did you get into this space? So what happened was in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with chronic arthritis in both of my knees chronic and because I was immortal back then in my I think I was about 19 years old I had just moved to Melbourne from Sydney and was, I was that from sports or it was just sports so I was always a high achiever in terms of sports and athletics and stuff like mm, that and mm. I played representative basketball in awesome. Sydney and um, you know so I've, I've got my own little journey and stuff. Totally. when I first came here you know like much of the you know I wanted to add some muscle and look totally. amazing yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, impress all the girls and do what I had to do, right? All the stuff that we do. Yeah. And so it was about pushing numbers. Back then, you were tough if you pushed numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had, I think it was about a 1,000 pounds on a link press machine. And oh, yeah. I had this guy um, who was a police officer back then who was jacked up. I've got him to jump on top of it as well. <laughs> Nearly 19, I think I'm larger than light. On my fourth rep, I felt oh. this noise and a rip inside my knees. I went too far down and I started to see the stars like you know how you see the yeah, cartoons yeah, yeah. and I let it go and I let it go for five, six, seven years and it was clicking in my knees and I developed um, chronic arthritis in both my knees and so I went to a specialist and basically to, to protect the integrity of my knees and his only comment to me Jamie was that your knees are screwed and 
just keep doing what you're doing and we'll change them when they're fucked. I said, you know what, thanks, Doc. I've come to you for help. You've given me nothing. I'll tell you when they're fucked, right? It's now been 15 years onwards from there. My knees are stronger than ever. And I still have to manage them. Of course. I'm a realist, right? Um, but I'm able to do things that I wasn't able to do mm. when I was 26. Um, you know, I feel the best I've ever felt. I think I look probably some, you know, I look really good for my age and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. And um, so he was the catalyst. And so what happened was, as soon as I left his office, I was like, man, I've got to prove this guy wrong. <laughs> who does he fucking think he's talking to me like that? And so I went and registered. Yeah, bad. And so I went and registered with Deacon, right? And let me tell you my journey too, right? So in a nutshell, if I was to sum up my life, and this is not about, I just want to use this as inspiration for others. Yeah. If I was to sum up my life, it'd be a blend between Goodwill Hunting, the movies, if you just to, and Boys in the Hood, right? And I grew up real rough, and I'm blessed for it because it's given me this different outlook. But you know, I was always um, looking for like you know going for selective schools, and I was an angry child because there was a, whole, a world of pain and hurt that I had to experience when I was growing up, and. Um, you know, it, 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 like I said, there's this resilience that I was built because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, who the fuck does he, does he think mm-hmm. he's talking to? And, mm-hmm. and because of my upbringing too, I actually left school early so that I can support my family mm-hmm. and stuff. And also myself, mm-hmm. I want to make some money. And, you know, even though I had like, back then it was like, you know, back then, I don't know how it is now, the schooling system, but two, year, two units, three unit maths, four unit maths. Oh, thank God. Well, I don't know. So yeah, all these yeah, units back then. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so I used to do the highest of everything. So I did like four unit maths and physics and well, chemistry and straight to the top. Man, and I never went to school with a bag, James. <laughs> no exaggeration. I actually never went to school with a bag. I would take a piece of paper from someone. I was like, never went to school with a uniform. Mm-hmm, I was just mm-hmm. larger than life mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. my own head. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. I was really an angry child mm-hmm, because of mm-hmm. my experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so. I wanted to register back to Deacon. They said, "Uh, uh-uh, you don't even have your year 12 certificate. Well, you now need to start here. And so I started doing all the courses relevant to get into Bachelor of Health Sciences. And then I started to focus on exercise, physiology, nutrition. And so you basically did year 12 again in a way? Basically, I had to do all the courses leading up to making sure that you can prove to us that you can finish this. Yeah, totally. I'm like, yeah, no worries, man. And I'm obsessed. And you're what, how old? Uh, I was then 26. Right, and so here's the <laughs> thing. Gold. Yeah, it is. I, I, start, it. I don't care. Look, you never That's too so old. Good. I mean, if Colonel Sanders yeah, can totally. start. When did he start? Yeah, 70s, 80s, 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 80s. 80s. Look at it now. And um, so I became obsessive, and then I went down that journey, and then I got into supplementation. I started creating my own supplements, and I want to make them better than anyone else. And, totally. And like I said, I'm obsessive. Over whatever I put my mind to, mm. I'm gonna be the best mm. I can. Mm. That's mm. just my mentality. Mm. And so that journey led me on that path. And then what happened was a lady walked in the door and she went to three or four supposed gurus and they all said to her, look, your body can't change because that's your body type. And I said, that's bullshit. Come with me. And so through helping people, Jamie, I didn't realize they helped me. Mm-hmm. It opened doors. And so then I started working with people who were bodybuilders, sports athletes, yep. pro body, or whatever it was, and then yep. sports models. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no... There's no satisfaction in that. Mm, mm. It's so easy to say, okay, cool, you already look good. Let me show you how to give you that one percenter. No significance mm. in that. But someone says, you know, I don't know what to do with my life. And you give them an outlook mm. or you give them their perspective or you mm. help them find themselves. Wow, it changes the whole totally. dynamic. And so totally. I started to shift from that. And so what happened was I had a facility in Epping and then I used to just get 
people who were too embarrassed to come in when the facility was open, I would stay like to nine, ten o'clock at night so they can come in. And then one day there was a person who was about 200 kilos who walked up the stairs, broke my heart. I was like, no, nah, I'm changing shit. And so I started focusing on that and I was like, okay, cool. So how do I give back? How do I take this knowledge and how do I pour it back? And so I started to reinvent myself, but it was missing a piece. It was always missing a piece, Jamie. And it was, um, and I wasn't sure what it was. You know, I had all of these degrees. I've got, uh, I became an exercise coach. I've got, I'm certified accredited in postural assessments and rehabilitation. Then I started NLP, um, educational kinesiology. And that was the catalyst. When I started studying those, NLP and educational kinesiology, was to help my autistic nephew. And that's why I've got real soft with children. Mm, mm, my soft spot mm. big time. Not realising that studying that little shit, right? <laughs> it, what things made him, what triggered him, mm. right? It's, it's a hard thing to sit there as an uncle and your nephew walks up to the facility and you just let him do whatever he wants because he's your, he's your life. Correct. And you see him ram his head into a wall, mm. right? And that for me is like, wow, what the fuck can I do? Mm, I need mm, to help him. Mm, and mm. then watching my sister go through that battle, mm, mm. That was the biggest catalyst. And then through helping him, I was able to add that sixth element, right? And then I studied him. And through studying him, I started learning a different component. And then I just sat down and I put it all up on this, like, like I do things, where I, like you said, this class totally, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'll always draw things up. Yeah, very right? visual. Yeah, and I want to sit back and I'll process it. Take it all in. Yeah. And then I'll sleep on it. Mm, mm. Because I'm obsessing over it, my subconscious is taking Keeps it in. in. And like I said to you before, I talked about when the world's your oyster. Also, yeah. when, when you know what you want, the world literally becomes your library. And so I started to look for my answers all around me. I wasn't looking, only in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so I started finding all the pieces. And, and through trials and, and tribulations and a lot of errors, like a shit fucking load of errors, I was able to formulate this. And... Um, I developed the six pillar system even leading up to my interview with Edwina Bartholomew mm-hmm. there was only five pillars I was like oh shit okay cool what is it what's that sixth one what's the sixth mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. so I was also featured in the international fitness and fashion magazine wow. it's American magazine mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. they put a 14 page spread on me and I'll give you a copy of it um, yeah it was humbling but it's never been about me mm-hmm. right and so mm-hmm. the whole intent was it start, okay we're going back to Susie let me go yeah. back to that so I just went on a rant <laughs> so right. she rocked up and I was like okay cool how do I help her yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I told her what to do and then she rocked up and it was about 12 weeks even though I don't focus on 12 week programs she walks in she goes and everyone's jaw dropped and she just went this is Body by Michael and that's how the name started, started. Oh, there you go. so but BBM for me is really balancing body mm-hmm. and mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay right? Because body and mind, for me, body and mind is one thing. Absolutely. There's no isolated existence no, of one without yeah, the other. No, they work in, yeah. In right? So sick. it was marketable, so we kept it. Yeah. Um, but I prefer I like BBM it. because I don't want it to be about me. I yeah. never have. Mm, mm, right? Mm. I love so, it. So that's, so that's how, how, how you got into the whole so health, that's the development. Yeah, yeah. Into yeah. where we are today. Yeah. So, so again, I mentioned earlier, you write the book, potential some crazy things happening on, you know, on TV and stuff like that coming. Mm. But I guess for you, like the, the six pillars. And then even transitioning from, because this is the thing, right? Even like you said earlier about health and wellness and fitness and yeah. it's a bit of a, they show you what they want to show you on, on social media, 100%. but then there's so many gaps, there's so many flaws, there's so many yeah. in between. Yeah. How did you like, again, there's probably people out there listening who are in their own industry and probably see gaps and flaws and in, in whatever they do. 
how did you push through to want to say, well, even though I've researched all this, I found the gaps, but now I actually want to share it. Yeah. I want to share, look, there's a, not so much as a gap here, this is the answer, yeah. but this is where I can yeah. fit in. This is where I can deliver. Yeah. So the, the, the delivery of anything is individual based, Correct. right? Because mm, mm, mm. we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And so when we speak to people, um, we speak as though we're speaking through a mirror, right? And so, and that's based on our experiences and our perceptions, right? And so the delivery of, of anything comes down to the individual. So the way you deliver a message mm. is different to the way I deliver it. For example, right, we all read the Bible, yep. right? Or some spiritual book. But one phrase we interpret in half a dozen, half a dozen different totally. ways. And so the interpretation and the delivery is reflective of the person's experiences, mm. beliefs, habits, whether at that time. 100%. Yeah. Right? And so delivery is one thing, right? The first thing to do is if you want to close the gap of anything, you need to really remove your ego from the equation. 100%. You don't know everything. 100%. Man, it's yeah. not about you. 100%. You're not that important. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. there's no new information out there, Jamie. Mm-hmm. All it is is the way I Agreed. translate this information. So everything Agreed. that I've been able to acquire, it's not mine. Mm, mm, mm. But, but through opening the mm. right doors, I was able to piece it all together. Yeah. It's right. the way you put it out there, the way you perceive it. It's the way that right. I connect to it. It's the way the next person right. does. It's the way you... So the only piece of advice that I'd, I'd give anyone is simplify. Mm. Okay. Right? Mm. Who cares about six-syllable words? Because when I first started, I was like, yeah, look at these impressive words. Who gives a shit? Right? I took science right out of it, even though I've got science background. Right? So uh, finding it, and this, what helped me do that was, was piecing everything, like this book that I've written, um, has the perfect balance between science and spirituality mm. combining mm. the two worlds together because it's like the yin and yang symbol right and I talk about it in the book as well so um, you know science is the order the known right mm-hmm. and order is so I talk about order and chaos in the book and order is when your environment uh, matches your expectations yep. okay. you know what's going on so now you're in mm, order, mm, but mm. too much order is boring. Totally. If you live yeah. in order all your life, mm, you're not yeah. really living. Where's the excitement? Yeah. 100%. Mm. You need chaos. Totally. Right? So chaos is not bad. And so you, you present yourself with a bit of chaos. And oh, the chaos, chaos at the moment. Well, there you go. Society. Well, you, you know what? And it's going to present a lot of opportunities. Absolutely. Here's, here's what the thing is, right? So, so oh, okay, even now, right? It's sort of off topic. Let me go. I'm going to do yeah. rants. I don't We've care. got all the time in the world. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so... That's why I love this guy. So schooling systems Mm. have taught us to not be thinkers, Mm. right? To look for choices. So right now we're presented with a pandemic or a scandemic. It depends whether you're, (laughs) whatever it is that you want to call it, right? Totally. Right? We just got to roll with the punches. Absolutely. Right? Make the best. Because this is all rolling out. No matter what what the biggest agenda is, it's rolling out. 100%. Right? And you can't kick up a fuss. Yeah. But what it's doing is it will help you create a thought process for mm. yourself. Mm. But because we've been trained to conform and look for choices, look at the way that our schooling system works. I mean, look at, um, what's that show called with, with Eddie Maguire? Uh, the Millionaire one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got choices. Mm. Mm. A, B, C, D. Yeah. Multiple choice. Now you've got to choose from the best possible answer from your choices. We're not taught to be thinkers anymore, Right? It's the way the schooling system has developed us. Mm-hmm. And so now we're presented with this. What are my best choices now instead of being a thinker? So Great an opportunity is mm-hmm. go do your research. Mm-hmm. Start to become a thinker. 
start to think outside the box, right? So I had a kid here. God bless him. I adore him. So he was... I'm not going to say a protege because it's not about me, but I sort of inspire him to continue to challenge himself all the time. And he was going through his own turbulence because we all go through our own chaos. And going back to chaos just real quick, chaos is the unknown, right? How am I going to do this? Right? When you're in order and you want to grow, step inside of chaos for a bit until you can develop and Mm -hmm. master that Mm -hmm. and add that to your order. And so Mm -hmm. you want to live your life on the border between the two. You know, and I use an analogy in one of the things that I, t- I talked about, um, a, a surfer. Mm. The surfer is embodying the balance between order and chaos. He's on that wave. He's not thinking about the next wave. He's enjoying the moment. He's living in the moment mm. right now. Mm. And he is on top of order. Uh, sorry, he's, on, he's in order, but at any given moment, he's going to fall it's off and he's in chaos. chaos. Absolutely. Right? And so that's mm. what I use, mm. that analogy. Mm. So it'll I be like on that. that. He'll fall back off. He'll go back to his spot. He'll probably look for a different wave. Totally. And he'll go, okay, cool. Well, I fell off because of the chaos. What did I learn? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What kind of adds into the order? So we need to start to become thinkers Mm -hmm. again, right? Mm -hmm. And so I talked about chaos and order because it allows you to be that. Now, the person who waves a white flag and doesn't want to think for himself is always going to be the victim, right? But like I said, the reason why I do what I do and the reason why I created the book and the self-help program is so that you can distinguish between you being the victim or the victor and all it takes is one idea of how you see that situation to change it. Totally. Right? So we've all gone through our go-throughs. And when I went through mine, I went through some of the worst pain I've ever experienced. And I used to pull back. And you know, whether you believe in God or the universe or the cosmos, let's, say, let's call it the universe or subconscious mind, right? I used to say, what is it that I'm supposed to learn? What's my lesson here? You know, what is it? Teach me, tell me. And I'd sit back and I'd be in my office to like midnight, one o'clock in the morning upstairs um, in the facility, just working away, perfecting this. You know, people see where I'm heading and, and hearing about, oh, okay, well, Michael's got a TV show coming up. They didn't see the betrayals. They didn't Sorry. see the empty bank accounts. They didn't mm-hmm. see the mm-hmm. self-doubt. Mm-hmm. They didn't see um, the tears, the sleepless nights, the, literally the blood, sweat and tears. They mm-hmm. only see the last part. Totally. Right? And so mm-hmm. the reason why I'm saying that, Jamie, is everyone has a story to tell. And so if you have... The message here is, is that if you have your go-through, grow through it. So mm. just walk through it, mm. right? Mm. And who cares if you don't have an umbrella if it's raining? Have a little bit of water on yourself. Totally. I promise you, you're going to walk into a patch where there's going to be a bit of sunshine and you're going to stay there for a bit. 100%. Right? And you'll appreciate that sunshine mm. 10 times more mm. than if you didn't have to walk through that rain. Mm. Right? So true. And even now, look at, look at now. Let's so talk about true. this pandemic. Between martial lawing and the stuff that... We, we don't have our freedom, man. Right? 100%. I can't even walk to a cafe and say, hey, James, let's hang out and have a coffee. Totally. We were supposed to do that. Totally. Right? And so now we sort of have to hide and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. justify what we're catching up. So these are the things that we get... Like that simple coffee, you appreciate it so much more. Totally. Right? And the only way you appreciate it is by having it removed from you. Right? And I spoke about this mm-hmm. before. Everything that you're going through is God's way of preparing you for what you are. Totally. Yeah, we chatted about last yeah. when we caught up last week. And so, mm, if mm. if what you want is money, you have to experience no money first. <laughs> Absolutely, right? And then having a little bit, then taking it away, then having a little bit more, 100%. and taking it away. And then it comes down. That comes down to you. Absolutely, right? Playing the part. Yeah. So here's, here's what it comes down to: a couple of things. So if I said I just want money, I actually had this conversation. I actually wrote about this in my book. So my daughter, God bless her, she once upon a time asked me for money, and I said, Dad, 
his 50 cents. And she goes, well, Dad, that's not enough. And I said, did you ask me for money? You didn't ask me for how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me for money. I said, imagine you did this. Imagine you said to me, and she was unlocked in about nine at the time. And she said, Dad, I said, I said Dad, imagine you said that I want $100. Now I know exactly what you want. But imagine you said to me, Dad, but can you give it to me as a 50, two 20s and 10? Now you're adding details, Correct. right? And those one percenters, those, those mm-hmm. details that you mm-hmm. add in your mm-hmm. vision mm-hmm. allow you to experience your environment differently because now you work towards attaining that. If you become obsessive about achieving it, you can have anything you want. And so if you ask for money, you're going to get it, but it might not be enough. Totally. And so then you go, oh, my luck, my luck, and you focus on negative. But hey, you got what you wanted. Yeah, sure. You said you wanted money and you got it. Sure. And I think, I think we spoke about this last time. We spoke about that negative is, and this is also part of it. Like I said, everything that I speak about is in the book. Um, that's one thing I love, just a quick pause, is the fact that, you know, like you said earlier, like you live it. Yeah. It's not just, wow, it looks good on the, on the glass or it looks yeah. good to stay on the podcast or it looks yeah. good to put on social media. Yeah. It's your everyday mantra. It's your everyday lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's your everyday habits. It's the everyday that you yeah. live it. Like, there's no other, like, it doesn't get any more congruent than that no. in a way. And it, that's why like, this conversation is so easy. It's yeah. like you don't even have to think about it. Like, it just no. comes out. It's because, yes, it's in the book, but this is what I, you've been doing for yeah. who knows how many years. Well, that's exactly right. And here's the thing. The law of substitution says that what I tell myself is what I think about and what I focus on. Now, coming back to the book again, there's a, <laughs> there's a part in one of the chapters where I talk about something called the reticular activating system, so the RAS. And so let me tell you how freaky we are. We are capable of some brilliant things, right? Our brains are capable of taking in 172 trillion bits of information per second of data. Yeah, 17.2 trillion. And it comes down to the neurons and neurological pathways and so the synaptic connections and so forth and the firing rate, right? Which I didn't Just explain. Just so you guys we came in with the health and fitness, now we're talking... Yeah, oh, we can talk about oh, we, can go, we can go for... So, we have so, like 15 episodes on this. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but the idea about health and fitness is the fact that you've got to combine mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, all of it at once. Like if I talk to you about stress, for example, we don't just have one type of stress we have physical stress we have mm-hmm. nutritional stress we have emotional stress we have chemical stress all the, new, the toxins and rubbish and then we have um, oh, what was that? sorry chemical physical emotional nutritional and spiritual yeah right my spiritual stress and, and you know the stuff we impose on ourselves right spiritual beings and stuff um, and so we have a lot of these stuff and the idea is that is that everything that we do is a combination of all of these elements, right? And so health and fitness is a combination of every single one. Correct. That's why being healthy is, and that's why the complete spectrum for me was the six pillars. Mm. And the six pillars are nutrition. I don't talk about diet, right? Fuck diet. <laughs> diet, what does that mean? Well, right? Get back there too, so what does that nutrition. mean? Let me teach you how to nourish your body. Mm. I'll give you an example. So your if I body, said to you, important, your absolutely. Body. Yeah. So someone might respond really well to a ketogenic diet. So I'm pro-balance. I don't try them all. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But someone else might respond better to a paleo diet. Some, mm. some person does really well eating high car- a, high, a diet full of carbohydrates. Mm. Some people don't flourish on that. But if it gets a result. Mm. 100%. But it's not just that. Whatever improves your mood. Totally. So here's, mm. here's what you've got to understand. Mm. So if you're not recovering well enough, if you're not sleeping well enough, if you're a moody bastard, right, come back to what you're eating. Totally. So let's talk so, about your nutrients. So if the building block, so your body needs energy to run, mm, mm, right? And mm. the energy in the form of food, right? So, and it's expensive. And I'll come back to the RAS in a second. But 
everything that the body does, and I guess, you know, I'll tie it into the RAS now, is to conserve energy. Because we've got to save this energy in case we have environmental threats, whether it be a dinosaur chasing us, us, you know, uh, fighting mm, off an mm, animal mm, to protect mm, our foods. And mm, we're talking about, uh, yeah, you know, generational. 100%. Totally, yeah. And so they're just metaphors that I'm using. But the thing is, the reticular activating system is a part of the brainstem. So it's in the base of the brainstem, which is just before your reptilian brain. So the, the brain evolved inside out. So we got the reptilian brain, or uh, and then the mammalian brain, and then we talk about the new brain, which is the neocortex, the analytical type brain. But in the base of the brain, what it does is it scans your day because it only... If, imagine, imagine it talking 17.2 trillion bits of information per second as equal value. You'd go in overload. Totally. Right? You would, and so you'd really melt down. It's basically the bouncer. Mm. It wants to be the bouncer that mm. says, hey, you can come in, you can't. That's right, yeah. And guess yeah. who set the standards of who can come in and who can't? You did. Mm. Through your beliefs, through your v- vocabulary values, yeah. habits, yeah. right? Mm. So your, your mm. habitual vocabulary, mm. Mm. your habitual thoughts, your habitual emotions, that taught and trained your RAS, right, what to look out for. And so now it scans your day, highlighting your belief system. So if you say, I'll never have that body, your RAS will scan the day, highlighting all those facts that conform with... That will tick the boxes that you'll never have that body. 100%, so that you can stay there. Mm. We don't want Mm. to change, Mm. because it doesn't know right or wrong, right? It doesn't know Mm. whether... It's positive or negative. It knows this is my habit, so I'm going to keep him here. This is what Michael asked for. 100%. And so the idea is that the RAS will sit there and highlight Mm. all of these. Mm. And so changing your life means that sometimes you might even change who you are. And that's not a bad thing, right? Mm. But we Mm. have this ego. Remember how I talked about closing that gap? And Mm. so I can tie it all in. So even though I'm going rants, I can tie it all in. That's why I love it. Yeah, definitely. Is that to close that gap? You have to remove the ego from the equation because you don't know it all and you're not mm. that important, mm. right? Mm. And so if you can assess what you're trying to accomplish from a different perspective, from a from perspective of someone you're actually trying to help, right, and deliver it in that way that you would appreciate, for someone who doesn't know shit, they're not going to appreciate your six-syllable words. It's going to confuse them. Totally. And if you can deliver it in the most simplistic mm. and the most empowering way, mm. man, you've changed this person's life. Cause in it's a way like, where they can implement it in a way. Not so much leave a conversation and be like, what the hell did Michael just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Absolutely. do I do now? Like, just, I, I hate those conversations where it's like, we had the best conversation, but what do I go and do? Yeah. I'd rather you either set me some things, go and do this, or I can leave saying, Michael said this, I need to add this to my yeah. eating regime. I need to add, think about this for my nutrition to help me yeah. think better, have more energy, stay up later, wake up earlier. Um, yeah. No, nah, I love it, man. Yeah, I love and, so, it. and so all these it. six pillars going back to that as well, mm, feeds mm. into each other. Mm. So we have nutrition. Mm. Hydration. So people say, oh, it's only water. No, it's we were not. last time how much oh, mate, important. So, so I, my whole chapter, when I researched water, it blew me away. Water became an inspiration and motivation to me. Understanding water. If, let me tell you about a, a Nobel Prize winner. Like, even now, imagine this. Water, look at it, it's a liquid. Did you know that water can float on itself in different temperatures? So let's go to the Antarctica, for example. So water down the bottom right, is a lot warmer than the first layer on top. So the, there's a layer of water that is warmer than, than the bottom layer mm. floats on top of it. And then you have ice that floats on top of that. Now, <laughs> if water was all one thing, it was that basic, 
it wouldn't have different layers. Mm, mm. All of it would have been frozen from head to toe. Saz says freeze. The whole thing should be freezing technically. Right? Or it should all be warm. But why the fuck are we going down to deep and it's warmer, but it's colder right at the top? How does that even work? Right? And it comes down to the molecules. So so mm. even, even what they found is... Uh, also, water has this layer. How do you float on water? If a water was that basic, if it's just... To your hydrogen, oxygen it comes atoms. out of sky. How, how can you float on water? How do we have animals, those little lizards, what are they called, that can run on water? <laughs> Why is that? It forms its own layer. How does it do that? And it's all going to ruin the book, right? And then I looked at something called the triple point of water, where at one specific temperature and one atmospheric pressure, that all water, so liquid, solid, and gas, all coexist at once. So water, as in in the liquid state, mm-hmm. ice and steam, mm-hmm. all coexist at once, exposing itself in, in its purity, in its entirety, right? And the metaphor I use with that is, is just like our mind, body and spirit exists, right? The only way that you can have all three exposing themselves at once is by allowing yourself to be around the right environment and Correct. the right surroundings yeah, yeah, and that yeah, right yeah, atm- yeah. atmospheric pressure. If we use it as... That as a metaphor, yeah, absolutely, right? And so mm-hmm. your job, your purpose in your life is basically to go through those processes and to find yourself, right? Because we're all here to heal. Totally. We're not here just to go through our life and work as we've been trained to think, right? Go to school, get a house, <laughs> pay it up by the time you're 60, <laughs> have three children or two Bike children. Or drive two. The country for a couple yeah, yeah, that's not life. I mean, that, if that's what you want, good luck to you because... You're, you have godlike qualities or capabilities on this earth, on this heavenly earth, right? And like I said, the, the book itself goes from science to spirituality and in every back. spectrum that mm-hmm. you can... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if you have the ability to create whatever it is that you desire in life, you technically have godlike abilities. Mm-hmm. It just means that mm-hmm. you have to go through your go-through totally. in order to, to be able to achieve it because the only way that you learn is through those mistakes. To build so, that belief, build, build that, yeah. and, that and, want. And there's a saying that says the darkest time, the darkest part of the day, or the time of the day, is right before day break. Right? And so mm-hmm. most of us give up right before mm-hmm. we're about to make it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, speaking about water, let's talk about this. So I've got ice. Let's talk about the one percenters. So I've got ice. I don't even know what degree it's the temperature it melts at. It probably, let's call it, let's call it eight degrees. Okay. Right? And because I'm just basing on the fact that fridges are usually four degrees Celsius <laughs> and, okay. and whatever else, right? Take it so, out. Cool. So, okay, cool. so I've got this block of ice, but I get to four degrees. It's still frozen. Mm. It's still ice. Mm, mm, mm. Five degrees. Still ice. Six degrees. Still ice. Seven. Still ice. I hit eight. It starts to melt. Now, between the seventh and the eighth, what happened? It was that significant. All we see is a melting, mm. but we don't see the increments leading totally. up. From when it was frozen. Oh, you know those small steps. Like, 100%. And so it? those small steps are your life dreams mm, mm, that people mm. don't see, right? If your desire is to melt that ice for what like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a story. Right. Yeah. Then keep working on it. Mm. Keep finding the right Correct. temperature. Yeah, because right? like you said, four to five, nothing happened. You did no, the work, but nothing but you, happened. But it was almost there, but you didn't totally, see it. but you, don't, you didn't know. No, you didn't totally. see it. And so here's the difference. Mm, mm. And Once that could you, be years. Yeah. That could be a, a metaphor for years. That could be hours. That could be minutes. That could be yeah. decades, whatever it takes. Yeah. But it'll be that seven to eight. Yeah. Again, we're just using random numbers, but yeah. it could be that one thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and so here's the thing. Compared, you could have put it back in the freezer yeah. or put it somewhere else because yeah. it's not working. 
Yeah, and so here's, here's the mm, message. Mm, the mm, message mm. is don't overwhelm yourself with trying to make success happen overnight, mm. right? Even if you got to win the lottery, man, do you know how many times people are buying those tickets all their lives in the hope of succeeding once, right? There's a lot of failures there because they didn't pick the numbers. Totally. Even though, right, I could go for days with these examples. Totally. And so the analogy is start small, mm. right? But if whatever you do, make sure you have this one mindset. Whatever I do today, how can I make tomorrow, tomorrow better mm. than today? Mm. So, so I talk about the brick analogy. I'm going to lay one brick today, but it's going to be the best brick I've ever br- laid in my life, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so by the time you do three, four years of this, you look back and you think, fuck, I built half a house, and this looks pretty cool. Because every right? day was the perfect brick, the best brick. 100%. The greatest brick Just get one yeah. brick, right? And yeah. it could be mastering this or overcoming a fear or, mm. or achieving something that mm. you never thought you could mm. or proving someone wrong. Find your motivation. Totally. Right. You go back to Michael Jordan, you know, finding and creating his own stories yeah. in his own head. To my my biggest source of motivation was hitting rock bottom. Mm. Right. It was it was the place where I found that I had the most strength, and that I can set the the most solid foundations. For it's me. like those sayings. Like it sometimes it takes you to be pushed right up into the corner to want to fight back. Yeah. You know, That's to exactly want right. to push yeah. it. Because what do I do now? What What do I do now? Do I Do I conform? Do I accept it or do I? Yeah. Do I just die or do I just survive? And yeah. And that's where mm, our instincts mm, kick in. Mm, yeah. and so, and, and there's a reason why I have such an appreciation for the human beings, right? It's, it's so it's, it's it's crazy to think that how it's very complex. I'm not it saying is. it's not. Oh, it is. At the same time, how quote unquote simple it can be. I'm not going to use the word easy because yeah. nothing's easy, but it can be simple to change the focus, change the lens. Like you said, the RAS, like you tell yourself you're not going to be successful. You're going to look outside for every single reason why it's not going to happen. 100%. You look, you tell yourself that it is impossible. It is achieve. Like it's something that I can't achieve. You'll look at every single possible and say, well, where is the opportunity there? Yeah. Like the opportunities are there. We've all heard the sayings. We've all heard the slogans that, you know, it's all there. You've got to see it. Yeah. But it all begins with what you're telling yourself. Like, yeah. do you believe that you're worthy of seeing it? Yeah. If not, then you're never going to see it. If it's there. In the midst of difficulty lies opportunity. Totally. It's as simple as that. 100%. Like we said earlier before we went live, you know, during this time as well, the opportunities are endless. Yeah. Endless. But, but if you allow yourself, here's a point, right? If you allow yourself to be in victim mode all the time, right? And I'm not not downplaying anything. So, and I'm, I want to get into this, right? And I think we talked about the wake of a ship before. Correct. Yes. And use that as an yes. analogy. But if you allow yourself to be a victim, and allow yourself to stress, and even in stress, let me tell you what happens. So when you stress, oversimplification, your IQ drops by about 50%. Wow. Right? Now, your brain has different brain waves, mm, different mm. frequencies, mm, and we, mm. we live in different states. And when we're aware, we have our beta state. So beta has, I think, three layers. So there's like low-level beta, which is, say, for example, I'm reading a book, or uh, I'm just concentrating something, I'm just walking, whatever. Mm. But mid-level beta is, so I'm walking and a car jumps in, I have to have this Correct. high level of alertness, I've got to run across yeah. it real quick. Yeah. Or if I'm reading a book and someone says, hey, Michael, you know what? What you're reading about, can you tell me about it? Mm. My, my mind has to Correct. up at, at a level. Totally. Then we have high-level beta, and that's when you're freaked out. There's not the time of growth. And so if you live in high-level beta, right? and so this, this is your, when your external environment is you're focusing on that more than the internal, so you're in beta. But when you're in high-level beta, the body doesn't want to grow. Mm. It wants to keep you alive. It gets, I'm freaked the fuck out. You've got to survive right now. Uh, Right now, Mm. 
Forget about anything else. Just focus on living. So here's the point. So when you're in victim mode and you're in high level beta all the time and you're freaked out and yeah, frantic, yeah. first thing I'll get you to do is calm down, right? Breathe slowly, you know, mm-hmm. and then get yourself into a place where you're in Zen and then you can see it, the, the objective, right? So when you're in high level beta, you miss things. It's almost mm-hmm. like when you go in a cupboard yeah. and say, hey, where's the salt? Totally. Hey, bro, the salt's in the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Man, it's not in the cupboard, <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. And then you get up, Jamie, open the cupboard and you go, there, Bang, it, right, is. there it is. And it was right in front of my face. Mm. Or someone says, hey, where are my sunglasses? Mm, mm, right? Because mm. you just think, and you might not be stressed as in, in terms of you think there's a life or death situation that might be, I've got to be here on time. Well, you said, how many different stress, you said earlier, there's so many different stre- levels of stress and so many different points can come from. Absolutely. Mm. Right? Mm. Something happened externally or something Correct. happened to one of your family members mm. and we start to mm. ruminate and process everything as though it's always bad. Correct. Right? And so, unfortunately... I'm, I'm, you know, with whatever I teach anyone, I don't tell them, hey, you'll never feel pain again. What I can tell you is that you never regret the process. Totally. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a promise mm-hmm. I can make. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. promise you that you'll never feel pain because I feel it. Totally. I'm human. Nothing I go through my moments. Yeah. But we need that. Totally. Because it mm-hmm. keeps you balanced. It keeps you um, a realist mm-hmm. as well. I believe that if we had too much of one thing, it could get to our heads. Like, I, that's why I love like, what you said about harmony. Yeah. I really connect with that, you know, because I, I personally don't believe that there's ever yeah. balance. Like, it's, it, this thing's a, again, it's a whole complex thing. Like, how could it will never be perfectly balanced? Yeah. But I think if you find your own version of that, it's actually more of a harmony. Like, what you find as harmony could be completely different. I look at you and like, oh my God, that is so crazy. How does he even do that? Yeah. But it works for you. 100%. And that's all that matters. And 100%. that's your heart. Like, that's your space. Yeah. That's what, that's your zen. Yeah, that's your flow and the cool thing about it is that we can all be individuals and find totally. our own harmony that's where the ego gets dropped I think 100% yeah. right the fact that yeah. we don't know it all and if and yeah. the idea yeah. is is that yeah. we're always learning mm. Mm. Right? Mm. if you sit there and say I know it all and you're only 20 years old then you're an <laughs> idiot you're an absolute idiot because a person who knows it all speaks less totally right mm. Go, mm. go sit with a 60, 70 year old Buddhist monk so like I, I was I was really blessed to meet a you know, Shaolin monk, energy healer, added a different dimensional element to my teachings. Mm, mm. And I was able to combine a lot of things, right? And the core of everything that I preached, I mean, I don't want to get into it now because it's a massive topic, totally. is that everything is energy that vibrates at a certain frequency. Everything, everything, everything. You have life in it, it's energy. The space between you and I, Jamie, it's not empty. It's full of information, mm. Right, and it's just like a radio frequency. If you can tap into it, you can expose yourself to a wealth of knowledge. Right, don't think of yourself inside this box. We walk around our lives dragging our feet, going, Poor me, poor me, poor me. But no, the opportunities lie ahead through those moments. Right, all you need to do is look upwards. Right, and if you can see the world as it is and not as you are. Then you're ahead of the world, the head of the game. Sorry, right? it just takes those, these mm-hmm. little one percenters. Mm-hmm. Well, what was your moment? Sorry, finish yes. that story and I'll come back to it. No, no, I was just going to say, well, that's what I live my life. I obsess mm-hmm. about making sure people understand that. And so, through each of the six pillars, whether I talk about nutrition or hydration mm-hmm. or respiration, that's mm-hmm. another one of them, right? Um, or even sleep and mindfulness. I talk about everything. Everything is interlinked or in Correct. the end end mm. product of everything that I preach is energy, frequency, and vibration. Everything. Where was that break of the ego or however you want to frame it, call it, that you sort of just said, fuck the titles, 
the big names, the this. Um, was there a moment that you can remember, or was there multiple moments? Was there, there, there's been? Uh, I think there's probably multiple. Yeah. Well, I think progressions. I've always been a selfless but very generous mm. person. Mm. Um, I've always, I've also had an ego as well, pride and whatever else. And you still have to have a little level. Totally. You can't remove everything completely, but if you allow that to control harmony. every, yeah, absolutely <laughs> harmony. And so mm. what happened mm. was it was progressive, mm. and I think every one of my failures led to the fact that you know what. It was a slap in the face. Hey, Michael, you don't know everything. Correct. But you're on the right path. Mm. Keep mm. going. You know, you're almost there. Closer. Yeah. Mm. And it's almost like, oh, Thomas Edison. So I wrote something in the first manuscript that I wrote, but I wrote something for my children. And it was my way of having my voice back for my children. And so when they get older, they can feel... That whenever I write, my emotions are in there, right? And I don't do anything without the intention of delivering mm. Mm. Um, a piece of me and everything. And I left a quote by Thomas Edison. So everyone says, oh, he failed 10,000 times before he found or created the light bulb. Mm. His response, when they asked him about, you know, the experiences that he went through, he didn't say that, you know, um, I failed 10,000. He goes, I just found 10,000 ways where it won't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. Mm. That's all it takes, right? Victim, mm. victim. Mm. Just mm. all it takes is that one moment when you look up your head's down. You're not going to see much. You're only going to see your feet. You're going to see the floor. You're not going to see much. Look up. You know, I, okay, you know what? There is a time, actually. There was a time where I questioned a lot of things and I was going through a lot of pressures. I was creating so much and I invested so much in myself. I basically sold everything creating this and I needed a break from that. Everyone was trying to market me as someone I wasn't. They were trying to market me as like a... Michelle Bridges or something like mm, that. Now, mm, no disrespect mm. to her, but I'm not a personal trainer, even mm. though I had to go and get that certificate. No disrespect to personal trainers. Totally. Not, not the label that mm, I'm after, mm, not what I'm about. Mm. But it was so marketable back then. And so why would you put me in that basket? I could have made some cash. And so I invested in those marketing type guys, but then I pulled the pin right before they launched. And so I started to doubt, you know, are people going to get my message? I am going to name drop because if she hears this, I want her name to go out there. I love her to death, this lady. But I went to, and I'll get to the name drop in a second, and then I went, and, I, and I'm obsessive. So I wanted to go, uh, I was learning judo. So remember I talked about my knees? Mm -hmm. So I boxed for 20 years, and that really helped my knees and so forth because I didn't have to do much with my knees, mm -hmm. right? Footwork was Good fantastic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it wasn't the case. I went, okay, cool. How do I challenge myself? Judo. <laughs> Right? <laughs> if you got chronic arthritis, that is the worst yeah. thing that you can do. So okay. I chose judo. And so I went into it. And through that, I would have self-conversations. And I didn't realize this about Michael Jordan, but I did the same. I would have conversations with people thinking and saying, to, like them saying to me, what are you, what are you going to do? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win this. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Whatever else. And set myself targets. Not really, they, they didn't say anything. It was just me having an internal dialogue so I can get through those barriers. Mm -hmm. And that's why... I sort of freaked out when I heard Michael Jordan did that. That was his process, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And so I took time out. I went to, uh, and look how you manifest people. I went to um, Korea, South Korea. There was a guy who came to our dojo and he was like this fourth tier from the, one of the universities of judo. Fantastic. And I'll go, hey, I want you to train me. We're going to do two hours every day. I'm coming in for a month. It's a lot of work, right? So I flew in and I just... 
dedicated time to myself and there was a lot of transitional parts and I started to find myself. Right? It was those moments where I was really tested mm. physically because of judo, emotionally because of the stuff that I was experiencing, the self-doubt. Mm, mm. And I had to reflect, a lot of self-reflection. The only time you can really reflect is when you can remove that environment totally. and process everything. Mm, mm, right? Mm. And so now I obsess about showing you how to do it without having to go through what I went through because it's a lot easier than totally. that. Mm. Right? Mm. And they say 90% of the success of a tradesman, I'm sort of yeah. making up the words a bit, but it makes sense, is the cleanliness and the, the, the amount of all the tools that he yeah. has. Right? Like mm. Even if I want to take a screw off, how simple is it without a screwdriver? Man, I'm going to struggle. Right? True. You need the tools. Mm. So I develop mm. the tools. Mm. Like that, that really sums me up. I like so that. I deliver you a set of tools. Mm. You take what you need from it, mm. and you, you might not appreciate everything at the start. But as you get to the first level, you go, "Okay, cool. How do I get better?" Correct. So you take these tools right. and you add another layer to it. Right. You go, "Oh wow!" And that's why I said, whenever you read my book, don't read it the second. Don't read it only once. Mm. Read it the second. Read it a few time times. And the third time, mm. because you won't see something in the book you didn't the second time around. You'll see mm. something yourself. Correct. Correct. I love what you said about the, the tools. Obviously, coming from a trade background like that really connects. I guess when you're an apprentice, you see all these tools and you just don't even really know what they what they mean and what they do and how they're going to work. But eventually, you start to unpack what this does, what that does, why I can use this, why I can use that. And there are multiple different ways to do so many. There isn't just one way. Uh, yeah. And it was funny what you said there about you know going to South Korea because even when I did my, my comp, from the outset, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it unless I win. Yeah. That was my mindset. But it was probably until, I don't know, like five weeks out, four weeks out, where I actually said, I've already won. Yeah, 100%. And, 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 but I wasn't in this whole yeah, yeah, yeah. self-development space. I hadn't done any of the, the yeah. training. Or, yeah. But I had sort of figured out that I had I'd already won just by even getting this far. And then it was actually, that's when the process started to become fun. Yeah. The first part of it, I was going to lie, I sort of hated it a bit. Yeah. All the eating and the cardio and you know, all the training. I was, but then that last four or five weeks, People were like, oh my god, like you look so happy. I was like, man, I'm loving this. Yeah. Like because it was like I had already won. Yeah. And it, that for me, that was one of those moments where it was like, there is no ego anymore. Like whatever happens, happens. All I can do is control whatever I can do. Kobe Bryant said, like control the controllables. Yeah. Control what you can. The rest will just happen. Yeah. If it works out, it works out. You can't always control the result. hundred percent. Let me tell you what else Kobe Bryant said. Kobe Bryant said that his job is to figure out how his story can inspire someone mm. then in turn for them Correct. to inspire someone else and then in turn Correct. inspire someone else and that way you that's create. a legacy yeah that's, that's legacy. the point and the point is is that I live my life that way mm. right mm. and the victories that we just that you just discussed that's the most significant victory not a person saying you're worthy of this totally so this is one of the reasons why one of my pet hates is and no disrespect to anyone who competes right because there's and I've dealt with a lot of people who have that rebound effect of after they competed. Totally. So the psychological rebound, yeah, the emotional, the hormonal, mm. there's so many things. And, and people just push as hard as they can to get on the other side. Cool. But there's no harmony in that. Mm -hmm. And then somebody comes up and says, hey, and you've kicked ass. You've, you've overcome adversity over adversity. You've fought your own demons. But you walk in and you want somebody else to give you their gratification and say, you're worthy of first Correct. place. Who are you to judge mm. when you're overweight and I've now spent the last 20 weeks or whatever it is getting killing myself, mm. Mm. getting into mm. shape to impress you? Mm. 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 No, man. And that comes down to Michael Jordan. You don't have to love Correct. me. 
just impress yourself, man. Totally. Impress well, yourself, mm. and then whoever else accepts that, they're worthy of being in your circle. Correct. Look, we don't have. Here's the here's the moral obligation that we have. Our our personal self moral whatever it is obligation that we have. You're not only responsible for the energy that you surround yourself with, right? You're also for the responsible for the energy that you allow in your space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you allow negative people to mm-hmm. control you, so people who want to control you because they're insecure about themselves, and the only way that they can get off is by putting you down so that they can feel mm-hmm. a little bit better about mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. then you're the glutton for punishment. Correct. Get rid of them. Correct. Get rid of them. And that, who cares if it's if it's family, you can still respect them. Totally. Move them away. Right? If it's a brother-in-law or a sister-in-law or an aunt or an uncle, get rid of them. Totally, totally. Because mm. you matter, right? And at the, and, and this is not being selfish. I mean, my message is, you come first. Totally, we have to. Because we've become this thing where, where we we're that fixated on accepting the fact that we'll never achieve things that we give everyone else. What we deserve because I I shouldn't have it because someone told me I shouldn't have it. No, Mm, fuck mm, that person, mm, man. mm, mm, mm. Right, Mm. and so that's part of your lesson. Mm. If everything that you if you view everything with a growth mindset, like what can I learn from this situation? If you reflect on every single one of your uh, joy filled moments or all of your pain pain moments, right, through a wisdom that there's a lesson to be learned you will look at everything with a different objective, totally. right? I think that's when you start to see that, you know, shit's possible. 100%. The opportunities are there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, that re... A lot of it goes back to that internal dialogue, the internal self, mm. you know, self-value, self-belief, and then also like the focus. Yeah. Like what you're focusing on is ultimately what you're going to get more of. Yeah, and so when you ask me... Unfortunately. Yeah, and when know. you ask me what are the songs that I motivate myself mm. on, I actually don't have a song. I've already motivated myself as soon as I got out of bed. Totally. I'm ready to go. Mm, mm, no, mm, I'm ready to go. Mm. Mm. I have a list of things I'm ready to tackle on. Totally. So I have this, I have this killer instinct. Mm. It's the internal motivation, no external stuff. I understand. And yeah. so what I do is I have, and, and we're creature habits, right? We talked about habits and mm. behaviors mm. and so forth, and and we are creature habits. And habits are a great way of conserving energy. Right? And if you can formulate the habits, right, that will create your desired outcomes you already want. On that topic, you've got everything. What are your top three habits? Again, I, I don't want to say habits for success. Okay, my best three. Just to make you be the best version of you okay, every day. Okay, so first of all, I focus on hydration. My first habit is to make sure that I drink a quality drink. Okay, so I get so look into this water. It's called Saka water, and you've got to look into, um, it's called Alkaline Rocked. He's the national supplier, so he's got the accreditation. And the reason why I, I bring that up is because he was obsessive about water as well. He researched 20,000 different waters around the world yeah. before he brought the right one in. And he's got his own story about it. Amazing story. Yeah. A very spiritual type man. Water. The energy that I get from the water that I drink is enough to... And my frame, I'm not small. Like, I'm 108.2 kilos. Like, don't be <laughs> picky. And I'm probably sitting about 7% body fat at the moment. Right? So, I... And I don't need food. Give me the water first and foremost. Totally. So, that... Um, like on that zero, like do you aim for a certain amount of water? Yeah, I look. I, or do you optimal just take amount, it as, as you need? No, it? Well, I I change from moment to moment. But mm. if you want to drink, stay hydrated. Three percent of your body weight, if you weigh yourself in kilograms. So if you're 100 kilos, let's round it off. If you're 100 kilograms, it'll be three liters of water, for example. But if you weigh yourself in pounds, and it's 
half your body weight in ounces. So three percent of your body weight in kilos. Yeah, so three to three point three percent. So just go three. So if you're if you're seventy kilos, it'll be two point one liters. Would be an optimal amount to have of quality drinking water. Mm. Right. Any more is a bonus. Not so much a bonus. You don't want to overdo it. Correct. So too much is too much. There is okay. a saying. Yeah. But if you're drinking two point one liters and you're still thirsty, right? Have a look at mm. have more. Mm. That could be because you're overly stressed mm. or mm. a number of other things. Look at right? the signs. Hundred mm. percent. And that's why the six pillars are so important because once you address one, you tick one. You go, okay, cool. What else is causing this? And it's a, totally. they're all interconnected. Mm. I right? like it. I like it. So hydration number one. Hydration number one. Um, so for me, a mindful state, right? So the meditation, so he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually Always going to be right. right? I love and it. the idea is, is that I when that I set saying. my standard of my day, saying, I'll give you an example. So in being able to achieve what the world's about to see. So you briefly mentioned TV show, mm. and I actually don't really speak much about it, to be honest, but I'm happy to, to bring it up. I can't, it's on a national TV thing where we take this book and the content that we're talking about in real time and we show you how to transform your life and the idea is that now you're going to be able to see yourself and live through the experiences of someone similar to you because we're in different demographics and this is a real show where it's raw and emotionally will be exposed and people going through their trials and tribulations um, and where you can get inspiration and motivation to change your life and see how these these six pillars are implemented Right, and then there'll be tools, and there will also stuff that we're going to give away for totally. free. For example, the app and so forth. Absolutely. A lot of this mm. is we just want to give, 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 give. I promise you, Jamie. Mm. Although I'm an entrepreneur as well, my my most important thing is helping people. Mm. I mm. really care. I genuinely mm. give a fuck. Mm. Right, mm. and that's my passion, my drive. Right, because like my Michael Jordan says, and you know me, right? I wake up like this, and I'll go to sleep at midnight totally. like this. Right, and I'll start really early. This level of energy, it doesn't slow down mm, mm, because mm. it's not fake. It's no, every yeah. inch of my being. And so, mm. so what happens is, I'll create that mindset, and I'll drive, for example, and I could be exhausted. I could have had some turbulence in terms of um, some setbacks, mm, mm. which I'm blessed for. Um, a physical setback, I might have hurt myself or something but now I need to look a certain way because I need to look apart because who's going to believe me about nutrition if I look fat for Correct. example Correct. Right? and so I'll get in front of the place where I'm at to work out right? and it's and the workouts that we do honestly are scary <laughs> right scary and I'm talking about I push myself and I'm not stupidly pushing myself I push my limits mm. and mm. that's my growth mm. my workout is I challenge myself mm. because if I don't if I don't have a personal voice, if I don't overcome something, my whole day is shit. Mm, mm, I, mm. I set that standard. Mm. So if someone says go do four reps, I'll do six. You go for six. Yeah. If I have to throw up, I'm going to get six. Totally. It's just my mindset. That's what it is. Do as I say, not as I do. Right, <laughs> right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll go in there and I'll say, hey, I could. I acknowledge myself. I can say, you know what, I'm tired, mm. and it's okay, Michael. You can be tired, but not today. Okay. Today you're not going to be tired, mm, Michael. Mm, mm, mm. You can be tired tomorrow. But today, you're going to get shit done. And, so I, and that's why mindset's so important. Correct. Because mm -hmm. look, just that one switch, right? Of, I can't do it, and I'm, that's it. I've lost the whole day, yeah. or I can do it. I'm really and the ability to reframe it. Yeah, so hydration, first of all. Um, mindful state. A mindful state. Yeah. Um, and for me, he's, and I'm, this is going to sound corny, but 
impacting one person a day. Mm. Can I tell you how small it is? Let me tell you. So I'll look at somebody's name tag and I'll say, Jamie, you made me a coffee. I'm looking at the name tag. Jamie, thank you. Have an amazing day. You know, just that little moment. Totally. Right? In being mm. emotionally intelligent with mm. your environment. Mm. I've made you smile. Totally. I could have just 100%. changed. I could have just made your moment a little bit better. You could have been depressed. But you would have thought, fuck, that person just put a smile mm. on my face. Mm. And the biggest antidote to anxiety, depression, anything that is flattening energetically is laughter. Smiling. Let's just see what happens. Mm. Mm. Right? Yeah. Let me tell you how simple it's like. You can't be sad and laugh. Yeah, so if you drag <laughs> your shoulders forward, mm. let's talk about physiology here. You drag your shoulders forward, you're mopey, your energy's flat. Mm. But if I pick you up, totally. immediately the energetics of ev- just everything, like people look at me different. When my posture's straight. Correct. When I'm like smiling, <laughs> yeah, yeah, have yeah, a great yeah. day. Mm, mm, I speak. Mm, do you understand what I'm trying totally. to say? So it's in those one percenters. Totally. So totally. those are the three things that I would prime myself. I don't think anyone that sums me up. Hydration, because once you read the chapter of water, Jamie, I'm going to give you a copy of the book. You'll appreciate <laughs> why I said Yeah, well, it is at the moment. <laughs> um, but you'll appreciate why I said what I said, right? Let's go back to water for a second. Do you know that they did this test? Water, there's, uh, there's a chapter in my book called... Um, basically the memory of water, water memory. Yeah. And memory, water has memory. And so if I energetically am feeling negative, right, and if the makeup of my body is water, predominantly water, mm. and I'm now drinking this water with a belief system that I'm no good in terms of whatever else is that I can't achieve, what do you think is going to happen to every part of it, like every time I drink water? Mm. And, mm. and so let me just go back to this. So what happened was there was Nobel Prize winners, right, um, his last name is Monte or something like that. I forgot what he's... He's a professor and he won a Nobel Prize. Um, and so what happened was they they took the DNA of someone who had AIDS and they masked a water molecule. And they were in France. Listen to this. They then contacted um, somebody in Italy and said, hey, we want to transfer the frequency DNA of this water through the internet, Right? to Italy and we want you to participate in this experiment and they were quite sceptical. So what happened was they were able to mask, right, just very, very small amounts of the DNA, whatever it was, and um, the general gist of it, they were able to change the frequency of this water molecule, then get the frequency, save it on um, like a USB as well, and then also send it via the internet to Italy and then Italy then got this frequency, put it on this USB, played the frequency to the water in Italy, and the water, when they tested the molecules, they were almost identical. Wow. The variances were the fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So if water is just water, wow. how did that happen? And let me tell you something. Water is the only water is the only element that as it freezes, it goes lighter in weight and expands. Right, I can go for days with this. Mm, mm, mm. So once you appreciate yeah. water, you will no longer look at it the same way you did the start. Because, oh, this is only a cup Already of water. Already within the hour and a half of 15 minutes we've been yeah, here. Yeah. And like I said, that's not my focus, but mate, it's blown me away. It was such a big grind. But it's like you said, it's those one percent, it's those little things. It's being open to it. It's that drop in the ego. It's been knowing that you don't know everything. Have yeah. it all working for you. Yeah. It's the six elements. It's not this thing. It's not the 100%. diet. It's not the exercise. It's not the way you run, the way you do a squat, the push-up. It's not the way you read. It's, 100%. it's fucking everything, man. Yeah. Have so, it all working for you. So, and here's the thing: we mm, talk about I habits. Like so here's the thing: most of us live our lives 
with um, the habit of thought that define us by what's happening to us or what's happened to us in the past, mm. right? And that's I call that the victim mode. And and if I have one message before we wrap up yeah. anything that we're doing, yeah. Jamie, it's and and let me tell you, whoever your viewers are, and it's not that I'm better than you or anyone else, Jamie. I'm open to helping, even if they contact you to contact me. Totally. Or if you want to leave them a link for them mm. to contact me, mm. all mm. they got to do is I'll do all that. Yeah, definitely. An inbox. Mm. I'm struggling with this. I'll give you the time of day. I might not get back to you immediately because I'm going to love Absolutely. But I promise you, I'll get back mm. to you. Mm. Um, and if you ever you get an, one of those AI robots or something like that, because <laughs> we sort of try to add one in there, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Totally. Right? Um, Appreciate that. But here's, here's the thing, right? Most of us live out, and this is the part that I try and get people to understand, is that we live our lives with the habit of thoughts, the habits of beliefs, all right? And the habit of, of emotions by what defines us, by what happened to us in the past. Now imagine you can live your life by the habit of thought, by where you define yourself, by what you're doing right now. Because it all starts now, brother. Everything starts in the current moment. But we love to establish a connection with the past because unconsciously, That's what's real. That's what's real. What, what happens is unconsciously it gives us an excuse and a reason why we keep failing mm, in certain mm, aspects of our lives. Mm, mm, hey, you know mm. why? I don't have a silver, a silver spoon put in my mouth. Who gives a fuck if it's plastic? Yeah. You're still eating yeah. it. Yeah. Do something with it, right? Who cares? Mm. Right? We want to live in victim mode because it's easier not to think totally. for ourselves. And so the lessons that I want to give is to teach you right, how you can think for yourself and define yourself mm. by what you're doing right now. And mm. so now if you can live your life with the habit of thought, and we're talking about the everyday part, we're totally. talking about yeah. one yeah. the habit of thought, but where you can manifest and create whatever it is that you desire in life. Let me tell you, even if you don't have it, if you continually obsess about it. Well, Conor McGregor, he talks about it all the time. So what will happen then? Eventually your environment will have no choice but totally. to, to... So whatever you desire will have no choice but to, to pretty much... To become reality. 100%, mm. right? Mm. Mm. To become an extension of your mind, basically. Right? And so... And I liken this to the wake of a ship. I think mm. I said, you know, just like the wake of a ship tells us where a ship has been, then so too do our past experiences mm. and emotions. They too tell us where, where we've been, right? But eventually the wake disappears, right? And so, but we hang on to the past, mm. Right, and the and the importance of this illustration here that I'm, or the distinction that I'm making this illustration is that the wake of the ship doesn't drive the mm, ship, mm, mm, and mm. so too should not your or your passion drive your life, mm, mm, and that's what we're heading on. I love it. So one last question to to sort of wrap it up now, and the whole thing so far has been incredible. I appreciate so many, again, just so many little things. Again, the one percenters yeah. that you don't really hear most of the time from people sharing, but. What was something that someone said to you that has stuck with you that you sort of draw back on? Whether it's a piece of content or whether it was a feeling that you had, was it something that someone said, something that you saw, experienced, again, a feeling that you felt that you draw back on and that's... I believe in you. That for me, wow. Like you, you honestly, like I'm getting a bit choked up with it. Let me tell you what. It all starts with a belief, man. Mm. Like, like I said to you, Jamie... Oh, it doesn't really all start with a belief, but if you don't have belief, so I believe in you is allowing you to create whatever it is that you can desire mm. or you desire. And I'll tell you why. So if I say if I um, 
there's always a belief until you retrieve something. Someone says, oh, do you believe you can do this? Right? If you've done it, so I've already done it. Totally. So you don't need to believe because you've already achieved it. But if someone says to you, I believe that you can become great, that belief is so important, so mm. significant. Mm. So now your, your obligation to that belief in that, that person's belief in you is to help manifest that and create it into a reality mm. because that person believed in you. Mm. Right? Don't waste that moment. Don't waste the, the opportunity of someone believing in you to sit there and settle for the rest of your life. Impress that. You owe it to that person. They, they've gone out of the way to say, hey, I believe in you. And genuinely. I genuinely believe yeah. in you. And let me tell you why. So the Carl Jung, one of the things that I'm studying, I'm studying neuroscience, behavioral psychology, there's so much to what I do. Carl Jung, wow, what a man. And two years before he died, I think in 1959, there was an interview where they asked him. And so he was, uh, he'd done a lot for clinical psychology. And they talked about his spiritual side, right? And they said, did you believe in God? He goes, oh, yes, I did. I went, you know, you know we, were, we went to church every Sundays and whatever else. And then they said to him, do you believe in God now? And he smiled. And he said, it's very hard for me to answer that or articulate it. I think he meant, but he said, I don't need to believe, I know. Mm-hmm. Right? So belief is in something that doesn't... It, you, if you don't know about something, then you need that belief. Mm. And so then you need to mm. search and mm. dig deep mm. to find the answers. And when you do, you know. Mm. So belief is the most important thing. And I think we talked about the, the triangle of, of, I think I call it, let's call it the triangle, I don't know, it's called manifestation totally. of desires. So it all starts with a vision, a desire. But then you need to have a belief that you can achieve this. Mm. But that belief now drives you to have an action. Correct. Right, so that action will intensify the desire, or mm, sorry, mm. the the um, the vision, mm, mm, right? mm. or the dream. Correct. Right, and creates like that cycle. Absolutely, that intensifies mm. the belief and so forth. And Definitely. so, anyway, mm. sum it up. I believe you. Wow, what a message, Michael! You're a legend. Thank you so much. I'm sure the listeners are either driving, walking, running, sitting, doing whatever they're doing, listening. And uh, they're definitely going to learn this. I absolutely have. Um, how can they learn website, social media? Where do they find you? At the moment, now, there's going to be so much free content given away. Um, and we're releasing an app um, to come out to help with COVID. Uh, people processing some of this stuff. So we've got 500 recipes. Awesome. A workout that you could do from anywhere at home, whatever. Eight to ten minutes. Just explosive. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably hate me while you're doing it. You'll <laughs> love me when you totally. look in the mirror. Totally. But it's also got... How much water should I drink? See, so mm, waiting mm, there. Mm, mm. Um, it's also got, um, you know, um, a, a mindfulness type of so meditation cool. challenge. Good. Five minutes a day, man. Just calm your racing mind. So it's ba- again, it's based on all the six pillars. Basically, all that. Good. So we're going to give that out. So if they Good. jump onto Body by Michael or Michael Dollar Public Figure, whether you're on fa- Facebook or or Instagram, um, they can reach out to me. But follow and like the page. There's so much content that's there going to be released. Is, there is. Honestly, tons. I haven't released anything yet. But <laughs> Wait till you see what comes. Well, if you already see what's there, and then you're telling us you haven't released anything, then some yeah. exciting things to come. Yeah, there is. Um, Michael, I really appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. Too. Uh, thank, thank you so much for being here and, and making the, the time to, to give all the amazing content that we have over the last an hour or twenty. Um, time flies, man. I didn't even realize it was that that long, and we, we covered so much. Yeah. I appreciate it, um, guys. Make sure you go and follow uh, Michael Body by Michael on all the social media platforms, and look out for the app too thank when you. it comes out. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Uh, And to all you guys out there listening, thank you for tuning in and make sure you join us in the next episode. Have a great day.